Hello, uh, my name is Yen, and this is my very first podcast episode. I'm not exactly ex- excited because I have no no clue how to make this actually work. I'm just really saying what's on my mind so far. Um, I do have a thing for this podcast. I was thinking that um, it's gonna be about living alone. I'm probably gonna name it "Living Alone," which is to say. As a maybe as a young person, thirty-something person, what does it feel like to live alone? What goes on in your mind every day? What are some of the challenges, etc., etc.? But it's also likely going to be my personal public diary where I just record how I feel every single week or how I feel every single day,、um, and it's not going to be super structured. I'm not sure. I am not a professional. I'm not sure how to do this. I didn't even do any research on how to do a good podcast. In fact, I'm not sure if I wanted to be a quote-unquote super good podcast because、um, it, once it becomes good, you kind of have to plan a lot more, don't you? Anyway, so today, today's theme or today's topic,、uh, I want to talk about、uh, whether I should. Whether or not I should get an iPad,、uh, iPad Air, iPad Pro, iPad, whatever it is,、um, basically if I should get a tablet, if I should get an iPad, I want to talk about the iPad in particular because I think it symbolizes、um, a lot more than the、uh, than other brands of iPads. So that's sort of what I want to talk to, what what I want to talk about. So、um, I. When I first saw the iPad Air, the one with the with the green, green、uh, case or the yeah the green shiny case, I was just super excited. I was thinking, yes, that's a great excuse for getting the iPad because I love green. It's、um, and it's just so pretty.、Um, but of course, there comes in the wants versus needs commercialization kind of whole. Topic spinning in my head, where I started to think, yeah, you don't need an iPad. It's just completely luxurious, and there's no.、Um, you're probably gonna use it for maybe one or two months, and then you're gonna find yourself not using it, and you're just gonna throw it in a corner. And it, okay,、uh, eventually it's gonna become a huge burden,、um, and you're just gonna think about. Selling it, and then you're gonna go through the whole, oh,、uh, you know, paper pen, paper and pen is always better. It always beats the electronics, kind of chain of thought. And then you're just gonna hate yourself for having spent this much money on something you don't really need or you're not gonna use in the long run.、Um, and I'm gonna, I say, I say this not due to. It's not based completely on just conjectures. It's based on a personal experience with the Kindle. So I had a love and hate relationship with the Kindle back in I don't know about ten years ago or about five to seven years ago. Anyway, <laughs> you're gonna know my age, but doesn't matter. Basically, when I was in university, I I bought a Kobo. So it's like the Canadian version of Kindle. Um, I bought a Kobo, and I I just I don't remember what kind of fun I had with the Kobo. I feel like I probably brought a few books and I read a few on Co on the Kobo, and I try to import the PDF onto Kobo and try to read use it as a PDF reader, and、um, it never like it never became 
an integral part of my life because I like reading. So I thought, you know, if you had the Kobo, you would, it would just be your reading go-to tool, your go-to reading tool. Yeah, that's better.、Um, that's what I imagined it would be, and then it didn't become that. So I. Remember very distinct, distinctively that I, I sold my Kobo maybe after a year or something, and、um, I there was just this very strange iffy feeling about the Kobo, and that's why I sell it. I sold it in the end, and then after a few years, about recent, like about last year or something, somehow I just decided to. You know, I watch tons of minimalist video and the、uh, Mar- Ma- Maria Kondo kind of style thing, and I thought, yeah, you know, I I'm living in this tiny apartment. I'm living in、um, Asia, by the way. I live in Taiwan, and I was in Taipei when I bought the second.、Um, Um, e-book reader. I this time I bought the Kindle. Right after seeing all these minimalism、um, videos on minimalism and and how you have to declutter your space and all that, I decided, yeah, 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 I'm gonna get the Kindle. And so I got it, and and it was great in the beginning because、um, I read mostly English books, and you these are very very expensive in Taiwan, and plus. If you want to order from Amazon or other online bookstores, it's gonna take one or two weeks to get here, and so by that time you're not that interested in reading that book anymore. And so Kindle was a solution, right? You could just get the book immediately, and you could start reading when you do want to read.、Um, and so I got the Kindle, and I use it very quite often、um, back, like maybe last year or something.、Um, but I didn't stop purchasing physical books. I still I feel like physical books are. I I wouldn't say luxury, but they are something that just feels different, and it's not just about reading; it's about having the physical copy with you. I feel like I'm not saying saying anything special. This must have been analyzed、uh, to death by other other podcasters, or not podcaster, but at least some reviewers.、Um, but what I could say is that for the books I really love, or For the books that I think will become meaningful in a very different way、um, than just consuming,、uh, than just for consuming, I would say I still want to purchase them and just to have them in my room.、Um, so then I actually end up spending a lot of time just because just googling the. The books, the authors, before deciding if I want to get a Kindle copy or if I get a physical copy.、Um, so that took a lot of time, and I would say I actually spent more time researching about books than reading the books. And and it just turned out to be a super inefficient or rather undesirable process because, first of all, yeah, you do waste a lot of time. Doing research and you're not sure if you should get it or not,、um, and then once you get it, you kind of, if you're ordering a physical book, in my case, it kind of, the the attraction sort of wears off after some time, and then once the book arrives, it becomes this just huge、uh, block on your <laughs> on your desk, and you're no longer that interested in 
um, in reading it, you do read it, and it, but it, there's like an additional layer of pressure because first of all, it's much more expensive than the um, the digital book, and for, second of all, it's being like it flew all the way from maybe Amazon's warehouse to your place, and so you gotta read it, and it. Since it's physical, you can actually see how thick it is and how. Anyway, it's just a bit intimidating when you receive the actual physical book, and so, so that's one thing. On the other hand, on the other hand, um, with regards to digital books, what happened was, um, you know, I would get it, and maybe for maybe two two British pounds or something, because I, I realized that a lot of books are much cheaper on the British Amazon, but that's another topic. Um, so I I had the British Amazon account and I got it for maybe two pounds or one pound or something like that, and it's super cheap. And then after reading for about 20 minutes, my attention span started to um, decrease or I started to lose, lose attention. I started to go back to the only internet feature in our um, in the Kindle, which is the Amazon store, and so I started to browse through the store and try to see what kind of other, um, you know, books are on the list or on sale, and then I chose to say, you know, I have to get this, I have to get that, and then sometimes there's also the problem with um, internal links or some books, they would mention um, other books or other authors or other topics which interest you and so I started to do I started to go back to my computer and I would I would start researching whatever is um has been mentioned in the book and then I would I would actually look up the books rel uh, that are relevant to um, to that topic okay let's say you're reading something it could be so simple right it could just be um, it could just be like a love story and then so suddenly you thought about, hey, this kind of plot is probably also in this book or something like that. And sort of you remember something you read from the past or something or this uh, or an idea could trigger another idea. And then you start to lose track. You start to <laughs> lose your attention. And then you end up st uh, sitting in front of the computer researching a bunch of things and then two or three hours are gone and you realize you have to cook dinner or lunch and then you cook dinner or lunch and then and then you go back to your routine of watching this. Uh, to me, it's not, it's not, for me, it's not Netflix or anything. It's just uh, maybe political shows or something, but it doesn't matter. You go back to your routine of watching this video while you're eating and by, by, by the time you became aware of your horrible um, habit, it's, it's already the evening and, <laughs> and you have to start preparing for the next day. Um, if it's a work day or if it's like a Sunday or something, you thought, oh, who cares, it's like a Sunday and I should relax. <laughs> and, and that's how your whole weekend has gone. And so it's a really terrible, it's a really dangerous track with e-books uh, or with e-readers because yeah, even though it's like paper ink, you end up being, you end up losing your focus because of this tiny internet function, this this tiny connection to to Amazon um, bookstore. I believe it's the same with every other ebook because they still have this internal link to their internal bookstore. And and in a way, I feel like the Kindle itself is also a, it's not like a gaming device, but it's it's in itself an interesting, let's say a house, right? Um, every single electronic device, I feel like it's a new house to explore. So they're so attractive, not because 
not just because of their functionality, but it's like a. I think it's because of their unfamiliarity. So it's something that you find interesting, and it's like there's like inter- internal portals that take you to, let's say, the homepage of Amazon or some、uh, other links to the reviews of the book, and then it's in itself like a complete little world. And so it's kind of attractive because,、um, yeah, people would. Would、uh, lie to themselves, or they would think that, "Huh, yeah, I'm getting this for, I don't know, productivity. I'm getting this for for this and that particular purpose." But you end up getting the thing,、um, and you you end up using it for something that's not、um, what you thought it would be, right? You end up like in my personal case, maybe it's just me, but in my personal case, the Kindle or other ebook readers ended up being this. Um, just handheld machine for me to explore other books, to think about what I'm going to read next, and all all the stuff. Of course, I still do some reading on the on the book, but um, um, it 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 tends to lead to a lot more. And I remember、um, there was this course I took in aesthetics, the、uh, philosophy of. Of beauty and stuff like that, so I took this course,、uh, which is aesthetics, and I hated the course because it was just—it's one of the. There are two courses I I didn't like in undergrad. One of them was sort of anything that has to do with politics. So if it's like maybe practical philosophy or ethics, these were very very confusing because I I I have a difficulty in combining the abstract with the Uh, practical and the other one that I didn't really like was aesthetics because in a in a way you're trying to evaluate the、um, real world beauty and you try to extract the philosophical principle be,、uh, behind what counts as beautiful and how we view beautiful and all that.、Um, in any case,、um, <laughs> let me go back to what I was saying. The only thing that left with me from the from the aesthetics course was. Was the quote that that says,、um, "What is beautiful is what you want to get more of, right? Something that you want to see more of, hear more of. That is sort of a big sign、um, that it's 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 beautiful." And so I really, really、uh, that really resonated with me because I found that that's the best definition of beauty. It's a it's not exactly a an abstract definition、um, of beauty, but it's more like a practical guide on telling you what you could think of as beautiful. You know, if you're not sure if you if you can say ah、oh, it's beautiful, you could just say you can just you can just look inwards and.、Um, Look at how you feel about the thing, right? If you want to get more of the same thing, then it's a good indicator that it's beautiful. So why I'm saying this? I'm saying this because、um, th- this goes back to what Kindle means to me.、Um, it's not just a book for reading. It's not just for、uh, a starting point for other research or for knowing more about the same topic. Or it's not just for、um, Um, exploring the unfamiliar. There's another additional thing with a Kindle was it was like when I when I read a passage and I find it so informative,、um, I I would have this very magical great feeling of yes I wanna come back to this feeling again and again like. And in that case, based on what I just said, I would say that that's a beautiful passage, right? And 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 for 
And this kind of feeling is pretty raw. It's like no one tells, no one is telling you that you should feel this way towards whatever passage it is, but it just comes out, and that's sort of my very. That's the very joy of of reading. It's wanting to revisit passages that make you feel like you want to read again and again,、um, and you want to re- retrieve or you want to re. Generate that kind of feeling. If you want to do that, then you gotta find similar books. You gotta find similar authors, or you gotta explore a little bit more. And um, and so Kindle in particular sort of、uh, heightens that kind of feeling because I think that's where the device matters a lot. Because if you're reading a physical book. Um, first of all, the fonts aren't that big, right? You you maybe get a you 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 can get a twelve or something twelve point font、uh, on, on on a physical book unless you get a large print book. But otherwise,、uh, fonts aren't that big, and your books are typically bigger than your Kindle. So your eyes aren't just focused on a very particular passage in the Kindle.、Um, it's sort of sometimes maybe you read faster.、Um, In、uh, on a physical book because you could skim over some passages. Sometimes I do that. It depends on the book. But but with Kindle, it's more difficult because every I think it's a very visual thing because every passage is now treated equally, presented equally in the Kindle, right? You you um they take up the the same space. Or let's say the density. I I'm not sure how to describe this. What I what I'm saying is that when you're reading a physical book, sometimes they feel like a Um, they feel like a picture. Like it's like when when you're reading a physical book, I would say the analogy is more like .dot jpg. It's more like a image file. Whereas if you're processing a Kindle book, I think it's more like a .dot docx file. It's more like a text file.、Um, so I I think that's the real difference between Kindle books and the physical book because f- physical books the the paper has a certain color which the Kindle cannot replicate. The font has a certain、um, design、um, that depends on the publisher. And the Kindle, yeah, it has maybe five or six fonts, but it's not gonna be the、um, it cannot it, it's not gonna be as、uh, multi-dimensional as your.、Uh, Quality your actual book, so so and I think these are completely different species. I think Kindle really is for books that give you information, whereas、um, I think maybe literature or fiction. These are more of a, a physical book kind of thing.、Um, that's just my opinion. But the, what I'm trying to say is that yeah, when you're processing a Dot txt or dot docx file versus when you're processing a dot jpg or or even pdf file, I think the mental process is a little bit different, and so、um, and I'm gonna explain how that translates to my love and hate relationship with Kindle. So as I was saying, if Kindle is more like a text file, right? Then you try. To, I think in a way, the the sound of the words come out. A lot more than the than the dot、uh, jpg file、um, of physical book because dot txt you know they're super let's say super plain right there's no yellowish color in the paper there's even like like 
playing black uh backlight from Kindle, and it's like it's just like yes, these are the words you have to take them. You're just gonna absorb it. And so in a way, I I do feel like when you're reading a Kindle book, the um, the words are much more immediate. Like they just rush into your brain. Whereas when you're reading a physical book, um, it takes a lot more time to absorb, and the um, it's not as direct as 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 you're reading a a, a Kindle book. Um, so so for, to me, Kindle books really are just transmission transmitters of of words like they you really there's really nothing um intrinsically aesthetic about about the device i would say it's just the words that the device carry that and they go directly to you to your brain and so in a way um i would i was saying that it's the the feeling that ah this is beautiful it's much more direct than in a physical book right I feel like because the words are so sharp and they go d directly into your, your brain it's a very unprotected kind of experience <laughs> um, I know I'm, I'm using strange analogies now it's just like it's just too sharp to me oftentimes and so and so I think in a way I do have to take a lot more breaks when I when I'm reading a Kindle book not simply because it's after all still a screen it's really because the um the experience of reading on the kindle to me it's much more intense um and that's because to me it's like my brain has to add a lot more layers to the books than when i'm reading a physical book because f when i'm reading a physical book it's like i have the feeling of touch i have the feeling of even of, of smell and um there's so many so much information on the same page there's like this sub uh, tiny title on the top there's this page number um there's just so many um, so many things from the book and so in a way all of this extra information um, dilutes the exp the sort of let's say the penetration of the words they sort of become a barrier between the words and yourself and so uh, to me when I'm reading a physical book I feel like I do have to dwell on the passages a little bit longer than when I'm reading a Kindle book um, because well, one thing uh, for sure is that when I when I had Kindle and when I still had physical books, I t I typically use the Kindle when I know I'm gonna going to travel, I'm gonna be uh, commuting to some other place. So the books that I have on Kindle are in the first place more of a informative kind of book, um, and and to start with, that's why they're not. I typically it's not literature and or at least it's gonna be like a beach reading literature rather than uh, maybe Anna Karenina or anything like that. So um, my choice of what to put on Kindle obviously would affect um, how I feel about the, these books and how what kind of information you get from these books. But as I said, there's this, uh, there's this directness that comes from reading a Kindle book, which you do not get um, um, from physical books so I think the medium does play a big role in how you 
um, receive the information and how you press and how, what kind of first impression that uh, book um, leaves you. It's sort of like dating, maybe. It's like, yeah, there's a difference between meeting a person, quote unquote, in real life versus meeting one from the, on the internet. I would say meeting them in real life is more like reading a physical book because there's just so much more information you have to process and you do. You have to look at them. You, you feel the, the physical distance with them. You maybe you may actually smell them and things like that. Whereas um, with online dating, which I'm not familiar with, but you can imagine, is that you see this image of the person, right? And they have, they very selectively give you some information about themselves and they just, they just throw that information on your face and you gotta accept whatever they write. And um, in a way, I feel like the, uh, I think internet dating is much more direct, right? Because you extract the quote-unquote most important facts of their, of these people, and so you um, end up just getting what is being, what has been filtered in a way. And um, I'm not saying which method is better. Neither am I saying that it's better to read physical books than it is to read Kindle. But I do think there is a qualitative difference between uh, Kindle reading versus uh, physical book reading. I right I'm not off check I <laughs> I remember that I wanted to start I wanted to talk about the iPad situation um actually I am off check because this wasn't what I had in mind when I w thought you know I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about the iPad um somehow I derailed completely to Kindle and books um so yeah so anyway the Kindle and book and the physical book situation um Right, I talked about the Kindle because after all, I realized I like dating in the real real, real world rather than uh, finding information online and just getting the synopsis of, the per of a person or of a book. So I ended up selling my Kindle in the end because I feel like um, I just cannot help it if it's a, so, such a direct information thrown into, into my, onto my face. Um, I end up, I end up um, being unable to concentrate because you would think that, yeah, the Kindle is desi designed for you to read and not to be distracted by all the apps on your, let's say, tablet or iPad. Um, you should be able to concentrate, but no, it's not true because as I said, it's filtered information from the book. It's not exactly a book. It's not the same copy of the book, right? You wouldn't say that whatever is in your Kindle is the same thing as the the, the book with the cover and everything like that. And so um, you end up just... So for to me, the messages or the passages in the in Kindle books become very more direct than the um, than the physical book, and so I feel the urge to find some like if it's a good passage, I feel the beauty of it much more directly than a physical book. So for example, let's say I re I read this beautiful passage about um, I don't know about about how do Maybe it's a romantic book or like a light fiction or something like that, right? And I read this beautiful passage and then I end up thinking, yes, I'm going to have to, I want to read more of this kind of book. So I then I, I get distracted. I actually go on Kindle, Amazon store, looking for the same author or the same kind of genre 
and then I I I stopped reading the original book. So it's it's really it's it's sort of like watching pornography. <laughs> it's like um, I'm not sure if it's appropriate to make this this analogy, but to me it's the same thing. It's like it's just so quick, it's so fast, it's so easy to click on the same genre and just to search for the sim- to, to search for similar things, and you kind of end up. I mean, to me, it's like I I just don't have any self control. Once I find this passage very enticing, yeah, I would, I would go and I would read more. I want to finish the book, but at the same time, my brain tells me, yeah, hold on, hold on, you have a much faster way of getting the same experience, which is just to click on the same genre. I'm not speaking of pornography, but yeah, make it maybe works <laughs> with pornography. Um, you just click on the same genre in your Amazon. Um, book bookstore and yeah you go read it and and then so I end up having so many unfinished books on my kindle um often yeah I do want to finish them because it's simply because there's this oh 67% read on your kindle so you kind of feel like yeah I have to finish it till 99% or to 100% um so it's 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 it becomes a very complicated experience I I Again, I emphasize I'm not using online dating, but I feel like it, might, it probably feels similar um, to online dating because online dating probably you would think, yeah, I like this kind of girl. I be- it becomes so clear to me. I like girls who um, are claim that they're interested in, in X or Y. And so this one, yeah, maybe like 70% pretty good. But hey, uh, why don't I just go back to the same date uh, w- website and look for another girl who has who could probably be 80% or 90% or better I don't know it's not it's not it's not I imagine it's not going to be like that for a lot of people I'm just it's just my hypothesis so to me the problem with having a kindle is just like the experience of reading is very much diluted it's not diluted in a way but the parts that get diluted become more direct if you get what I mean so it's more intense in a way whereas when I'm reading a physical book yeah you kind of you tend to be able to skim a lot a lot faster if you want um and you have to do a lot more of your a lot more work to get to the same direct feeling of a particular passage or a particular message in the book where you gotta physically turn your pages and all that so so my point is my point is (laughs) basically in my life i've had two uh ebook readers and i thought yes it will be so good for minimalizing for eliminating for decluttering my room and all that but i end up getting this mixed feelings with my uh, ebook readers precisely because it's so so curated curated it's like everything is everything in my bookshelf is there for a particular reason either because the same author wrote something i really liked or you know it was on sale and i, I just wanted to feel like yeah i'm reading instead of scrolling um on the internet or something like that so so that's my experience with, with the kindle so i ended up i ended up um, selling my second ebook reader after maybe a year or so, and with half of the book half read. Um, 
So let's go back to the iPad situation. Now, I, um, my family, we've had several. My mom's got a mini. My dad's got a pro or something like that. And I've used them, and I just feel like I just have this idea that it will become very, uh, very dangerous. It's gonna be not dangerous, but it's gonna, it's not gonna work exactly the same way you, you want it to work. For example, um. People would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna say it's for productivity, but you end up watching just Netflix or something all the time, and that's not my primary worry. My primary worry it's it's more like, um, it's after all a shiny glittery device, and I think if Kindle could, the the effects of Kindle, if that if these could be so directly, sort of. Shovel down my throat. I am worried about what's gonna happen with the iPad because now I'm using a computer, and obviously a computer has all these shiny. It's 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 colored、um, to start with, but but at least a computer, it's more mediated than.、Um, Then the iPad. The iPad is it's like a shiny Kindle. So if I cannot resist the shine, the the、uh, gloomy, let's say the black and white Kindle. I wonder what ha- what's gonna happen with an iPad, right? You're gonna feel like you're so stimulated every time, right? You first of all, there are so many apps pre-installed in your iPad that you would、um, end up feeling insecure when you're using one app and not the other, right? Because for example,、uh, with the Kindle, I already feel this this、uh, lingering insecurity while I'm reading. I feel like yeah, I love this passage. I want to get more of this. So then, in the back of my mind, I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. After after this chapter, I'm gonna go back to the Kindle store and look for more. And so if this could happen on the Kindle, I think、um, the iPad would the iPad would be even more dangerous because there are so many. It's so so much more powerful than the Kindle and.、Um, You can so easily get distracted. I think, so that's not what I want. That's that's, and I think I'll end up just having the device and feeling that, feeling an empty fulfillment. If you know what I mean, like I feel like yeah, I've got this, all of these functions、uh, on my fingertip, but I don't,、um, I don't want to, like stop. I I don't want to just fixate on one application, or I don't want to just. Use this function exclusively, and and I wanna explore a little bit more、um, applications and all that. In a way, yeah, it's just like a magnified phone, and I try to keep a very safe distance from my phone. I have a let's say Android One phone, and I I try to delete as many apps as possible just because I don't want to get distracted.、Um, and I think the problem isn't even. Getting distracted. It's more like the feeling of not having enough. That's my problem with this kind of technology. It's like even if with Kindle, you feel like you don't have enough, right? You can always search for more books, and and it's black and white and everything. Now the phone,、um, I I try I I try to go. I try to use my phone without having a Google account, so you could do that. It's just gonna be a little bit. You have to set up your set. You have to set things up a little bit in the beginning. After that, you could just download the replica of the app instead of getting it from Google Store. 
Um, so, so my phone, I've, I've, I think I've successfully kept a more or less safe distance from the phone because I, um, I don't have a connection to Google Play, and so I don't have like this whole, um, what's the word, the whole bag of things, <laughs> um, and Google Play, and so I don't have the urge to check Google Play now and then to seek for a better app or better. Um, interface uh, app with a better better interface or anything like that so i'm fine with my phone I've, I've i've i have my peace with my phone but i think with an ipad if i think about this rationally um you it's probably very difficult to hack the system and to avoid using an, an apple account and so once you have an apple account i think you will have the tendency to um to, to be addicted to to feel like there's always better apps to do to uh, to fulfill your needs or to fulfill your quote unquote desire to experience the beautiful again and again and again and so I think we've heard a lot of narratives about how these things are designed to make you to to steal your attention and to their like slot machine they try to make you make you addicted to it i think these are right it's it's just that these are more of a negative um negative way to describe addiction i think a quote-unquote more positive way of of describing addiction may be um the desire to look for the beautiful again and again and so that's what i'm worried about or that's a feeling i don't want to have because by definition it means to perpetually feel un unfulfilled like you feel like, yes, you are happy for a moment, but then the next moment you wonder what's the next thing that could that you can get from that device. And I think it's a very unsatisfying feeling in the end. And so that's sort of my main worry about the iPad. And so I'm still, I don't think I'll get it. I think in the end I won't. I think I want to... Okay, let's talk about why I wanted to get the iPad in the first place. First of all, as I said, it's a shiny, beautiful device. Who doesn't want a shiny, beautiful device? But another thing I do want to do with the iPad is that, um, um, let's just admit it. I'm a teacher so far. <laughs> I teach high school math, and I now it's my summertime, so I'm kind of bored, but I'm thinking I want to make... Uh, math handouts for high school students so i want to i want to experience the apple pencil and just digitalize all of my notes and make them into very very beautiful copies and you know if i could just make beautiful designs of the handout it would feel very very good and um that's my main purpose i want to have uh to make beautiful handouts that include fine prints and and my sketches of, of graphs and stuff like that so that's kind of what I want to do with it with the with the device um, because that's something because I I don't have time to um, let's say um, write down every single English word on my it's not like I don't have time I think it's just gonna not be as beautiful as a as an editor on, on iPad, I was thinking you, if you have some note taking up on on iPad, you could curate a beautiful handout, and you could have s colorful sketches, and you could have PDF immediately with your iPad. Whereas 
if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna handwrite everything, um, first of all, my writing isn't that great. My sketches, I'm confident about them. I could do beautiful sketches if I want. It's just first of all, you have to go through the um, curation yourself, and then you have to digitalize the thing, and it's just a lot of work. Although. It could be fun doing that. So I'm just still very torn. I want to get iPad for the notes taking function, but I'm just so scared of having that perpetually dissatisfied state of mind and like end up not doing what I want to do.、Um, so that's just my feeling about the iPad.、Um, I've never used. I've, okay, the only、uh, Apple product I had is、um, the what is it? Um, the the iPod. I had an iPod Mini, and of course, it's green. Actually, was it green? I don't know. It was probably blue or green. Anyway, the point is, I had an iPod Mini with the one with the click wheel. It's super cool. I loved it. Uh, the problem with this is 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 that the battery stopped. It's the battery sort of wears wear worn off after a few years, and so I stopped using it. Um, and it was just it used to take so much time to convert to download music and to convert it,、um, yeah, to convert the music and to edit the album cover art and everything on iTunes, and so I ended up not,、um, yeah, I I just I think I sold it anyway, and so now I only use Spotify, so. So that's my only encounter with I Apple product. My dad used to have a a Mac, the kind of plasticky white Mac. It was pretty. It was really pretty back then. The thing is, I, I used it for an afternoon or something, and then it stopped burning.、Um, there, literally, there was there was smoke coming out of the keyboards.、Um, and so, and then. Basically, I broke the computer, and <laughs> so it was like a really traumatic experience. I've never thought I could burn a computer. That's the first and last computer I burned, and it wasn't it wasn't iMac. Sorry, it was a MacBook.、Um, so that's why I'm still a little bit iffy about getting getting anything that's Apple related. I mean, a Mac or something, anything like that. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on the Apple. Sorry, the iPad. I'm just, I just wonder if I will ever. Cause when whenever you want to get a new product, right? The,、uh, it's kind of interesting what these things mean nowadays. Let's say you want to get. Okay, another thing I want to get is a coffee machine. Okay, obviously this fits into the whole living alone thing, doesn't it? Because if I wasn't if I wasn't living alone, you know, some person I could have a maid or some nice gentleman or gentle lady who would just、um, make the damn coffee for me every morning. But because I'm living alone, why am I laughing? Because I'm living alone. Because <laughs> I'm living alone, I kind of need a coffee machine. Okay, basically. I found this wonderful machine that、um, could do to that could mimic a hand, like a pour over kind of coffee. So it's like it stir.、Uh, what is it?、Um, it it's completely automatic. So it kind of 
What's the word for that? Crushes the being. <laughs> anyway, um, it makes the powder from from the start, from the very beginning. So what you need to do is you put the coffee beans in the machine and water, and you press the whatever button it is, and then you have a nice cup of coffee after five minutes or so. Um, I do have a grinder. Yes, the grinder. The grind is the is the verb. Oh my god. Yeah, I do have a grinder, and so far how I make coffee is just like a pour over thing. It's just I'm I'm not. Not actually interested in the taste of coffee. Rather, yeah, of course, I would like to have a nice cup, a cup of coffee, but I'm not interested in sort of like, yes, writing, taking notes about um, what timing I should use or what kind of temperature I should use for each kind of coffee and how quickly I should. No, no, that's just too much for me. But I do want to have a nice cup of coffee every single morning. And so I was looking at this machine, and it just feels like. The perfect match.、Um, it's not very popular because it's kind of expensive, but、um, it's something I'm super interested in. But as always,、um, I'm trying to analyze my inner desire, <laughs> sort of what it means to want to have this machine,、um, so that I don't end up with a lot of unnecessary purchase because. I'm not practicing minimalism per se, but I do like the idea that you have to be more intentional with your purpose because it feels very—it's、um, like a big waste to keep throwing out things until you try, you know, after trial and error and get your final pick.、Um, so the same thing with this coffee machine—I don't want it to become like a machine I just use occasionally. I want it to use it every day.、Um, And so I was starting. I was analyzing sort of my desire for this machine, and then it comes back to a very simple question of teleology. <laughs> Why am I laughing again? Teleology, which is the telos, which is the the, the study of telos, and telos means、uh, the end of things, right? The purpose of doing something. And so, like, I wonder. Nowadays, when people are buying things, mostly do they buy it as a tools, as a means to some end, or as an ending itself? And I, th- I think that's sort of the crucial question behind every single purchase. Because if you're really buying it for、um, as a, I think mostly you should buy it. It's better to buy things merely for the means. But things have become so well designed that they seems they seem desirable in themselves, even if. Um, even if what they do for you is what you wanted them in the first place, so in my case, for example, this coffee machine, right?、Uh, like、obviously, it was I thought about getting a coffee machine precisely just for the coffee making function, the fact that it automatically grinds the coffee beans, and、uh, I don't have to do anything. I can just get the caffeine out. But then, but then. There's this additional sort of teleology. There's like an additional purpose of having the coffee machine, which is to have a good cup of coffee. Now, the good cup of coffee becomes a crucial、um, word in there because you kind of think about, hold on a sec. So, yeah, do I just want the caffeine, or do I care about the taste as well? If I care about the taste, now you could think about the taste as either a means or an ends. Because if the, if it tastes good, then Good in itself is a desirable thing, so you're desiring the good, right?、Um, and and yet you can also think that the machine is still a means to the ends, which is 
good coffee. And so anyway, it becomes very complicated if you think that way, and then you end up paralyzed and not getting it, and just um, and you realize your life doesn't really change with or without the coffee. Anyway, the point is, um, I think the problem with purchases nowadays is just that things have become so well designed that you end up wanting the machine for itself and you're not sure after all if if it really was the sort of um what the machine does for you that you that's why you want a machine right i think ipad is a very distinctive a very clear example of that where um you kind of think that it's a pretty machine and you just want it for its own sake and you forget that oh no 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 I wanted to make handouts or whatever or actually it's the reverse right you want the machine for its own sake and then you start to give yourself yourself excuses for um, buying this machine and <laughs> you came up with some lame reason um, all right, so I had a short break. Um, I'm not sure where I was. I think I was, think I was talking about the um, yeah teleology of buying a thing, right? Because things have become so shiny, we kind of want it for the, for its own sake, but we don't want to admit that we just want a thing. And so we gotta come up with some uh, valid reasons for purchasing a thing. And so you 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 have to toolized. I mean, is there a better word for that? You have to make your um, the product you want into a tool to justify your purchase, right? And it's not even I. Think I think it's not it's not solely a financial thing it's not solely that you seriously cannot afford it and you absolutely need it for your work or anything like that I think that could be a tiny portion of the reason I, I think mainly it's because um mainly it's it's still because you I think people cannot overcome the barrier um of getting something for its own sake right it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> i think it's kind of embarrassing to say that you just want a freaking apple product or you just kind of want um a coffee machine whatever it symbolizes um so people have to come up with a bunch of reasons to get things right um and so i think it's the same with a lot of lot of things right like a car or like everything there is yeah there's certainly some functionality but i think there's also it's not just the status um people could talk about you know getting a thing for the sake of a um for the sake of a status or something like that and so um um yeah that could be a reason and it could be embarrassing to admit that you want this car or you, you want this product because it symbolizes some status you have but I think there's this more uh, deep, deeper meaning behind that, which is that you want the thing for its own sake. Like you just want to have a beautiful product, just like you want a handsome um, husband or something like that. Right? Um, um, it's it's a bit, I think it's that's a pure, more pure reason than just wanting it for for status. I think people, it's very difficult to admit that you want something like a literally a thing for its own sake and um and the status is excuse if the status excuse is embarrassing enough i think it's even more difficult to admit that yeah i just want a thing for because it's just so pretty right and so 
that's something. Yeah, it's good that I made this podcast. I was thinking whether I should make it or not, but anyway, I made it, and it's good that I explored a lot of the issues behind my wanting an iPad. I think in in the end, the very raw feeling for wanting for wanting an iPad is the fact that it's green and shiny and beautiful, and I just want to,、um, I just want to have it. Um, <laughs> and then obviously making handouts and things like that—they're just like huge, big lies. <laughs> We all know what's gonna happen, okay? It's gonna—if I purchase it, it's gonna end up being like my Kindle, where I feel like, yeah, 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 it's great to read on、uh, anywhere.、Uh, it's great that I could get books、uh, instantly, things like that. But、um, I'm just gonna end up. Seeking more from the device and from the functions that they that it provides, and so I think by the end of this episode, I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna get that Apple、uh, iPad because it really. I just I don't want to admit. I just want a green shiny product. Although I do want to say. Uh, my podcast, you know the the microphone I'm using is a Podcast Pro.、Um, And it's a、uh, by Centronics. And <laughs> now, come on.、Um, <laughs> I and I got the green one. <laughs> so, and I'm making podcasts now. So it's not like I actually just bought the green freaking stick <laughs> and not use it. I still, I still use it. I still love it. And I, I'm using it for for what it's supposed to be used for.、Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's still something shiny and green, and I love it. So the iPad, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards not getting it because, I just, I'm just so scared of the shiny thing just flashing in front of me, and I just cannot put it down, and I end up just not doing anything on it. Although, I doubt it's not going to be so extreme as you see. Even I got the shiny microphone. I'm still using it for podcasts, but、um, yeah, it's not, and it's 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 not cheap. It's a pricey product, so I gotta be more deliberate about this. But now I have a much better reason to get the coffee machine because it's not the <laughs> the、uh, aesthetics of it. It's not so attractive to me, and so I could actually just get it for the sole.、Um, Purpose of making good coffee without grinding the beans. So, I hope I'm not rambling at this point. Although it feels like I am.、Um, so this is gonna be our first episode. So it's like a, it's completely unthemed.、Uh, I just, I, I mean, I had a topic, right? My topic was to what to buy,、uh, whether to whether or not to buy an iPad, and I sort of rambled rambled on a little bit. But anyway, I think in the coming episodes, I'm gonna just talk about whatever is on my mind, and hopefully, it's something that applies to a lot of people, whether or not you're living alone. So, yeah, I'm living alone, and I'm having fun. I hope <laughs> you guys have a great week, a great weekend, whatever it is, wherever you are. Um, goodbye. See you later.